This is a HeadGum Podcast. What is the good stuff, Nathan? What can you tell me? What can... Well, um... Give me one piece of good news right now. I'm back from vacation. That's barely news. I like it. I... I like I like being back. I really want a news station where it's just like it's like a Willie Loman esque figure, just being like, "Well, here's some news I thought was nice." No, I I thought it was interesting. Hi, yeah, there's just one. I'm William two, H Macy, and here's some things I thought were pretty neat. Two really condescending anchors, yeah. and their one correspondent who they yeah. like they don't give him any guidance, but yeah. they're just really mean to him. Yeah, no matter what story he brings. Welcome in. back to Wilmer's world. Here's some things I thought were pretty swell oh, this week. Here's um here's our correspondent Wilmer Lawrence again. Wilmer. Let's see if. Uh, See if he has anything newsworthy this week. <laughs> well, I saw a very large box turtle, and it it sure gave me a fright. But I I put him. He was in. He was on the road, and I moved him over to the side, and I gave him some lettuce and a nice bowl of water, and and then I found him in bed with my wife. Well, Wilmer, that I, I thought it was I, pretty interesting. <laughs> I didn't see the end coming, I'll be honest. Um, it, it went from a boring story to a very sad story. So good good for that. I gotta I gotta confess it wasn't a box turtle. It was it was my neighbor, Francis. He's the one. And wife gave, with my bed. You gave in, in wife with my bed. <laughs> Still getting it out. Oh my god. <laughs> In wife with my bed. In wife with my bed. What? What should we draw? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. I'm Caldwell Tanner. I'm Nathan Yaffe. We're in the same room together. Nathan, it's a treat. It's a delight. It's great. I was in town. For, you, you came I'm here to for town. New York Comic Con. Uh, we did a Drawfee panel. It was wonderful. It was great. And now we're sitting together in the same chamber, just really just smelling each other's odors. Mm-hmm. Just like, I'm just, just getting a look at that skin. Yeah. Just, it's still pasty. It's still there. I had to check in. Yeah. Um, you you got to do a skin check-in every once in a while. Thank you. That Yeah. We, we said... You know, Caldwell's coming to town to do his skin check-in. Uh-huh. Maybe we should we should schedule. Can we schedule New York Comic Con for that weekend? Right. And I, New York Comic Con was like, yeah, we, we'll 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 move it. We'll move it to then. I am Nathan's dermatologist. <laughs> uh, this is the big reveal for the episode. Is you knew you knew me as Nathan's friend as his as his co-host, but you didn't know this. This is the big reveal. I'm his dermatologist, and uh, your skin's looking real good. Thank you. Looking real good. Got some real good skin over there. I have not been washing it. I love the way it's <laughs> on those bones. <laughs> it's just skin and bones. Uh-huh. That's what every aunt and grandma tells me. Yep. <laughs> You're just skin and bones? You're just skin and bones. Have some soup. <laughs> How many aunts and grandmas do you have? Oh, they're not my aunts and grandmas. They're just every aunt and grandma I see of any person. Uh, wow. The, uh, how do they know that they're allowed to say that to you? Do you I, have I think some you, sort of like you get, you get initiated? I mm-hmm. assume when you become an aunt or grandma. Because I don't, I don't get that from people. Maybe it's because because well, you're not. You've got some flesh. Okay, you, so it, it, it's like some you you give off some sort of warning sign. Like, I look like a hungry boy. It's true. I look like I need to be offered food because I am too timid to take some for myself. But I look because I'm a I'm an alpha. We both know this. Yes, you you look like. 
you need to be warned. You need to be told not to eat all the cookies. I need a tut tut. You need a you need a now Caldwell. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to take some cookies, but don't eat all of them. You you'll ne- spoil your app. You're a you'll spoil your appetite. Yep. I'm a. You got I'm me a, pegged. Please, please eat something. Uh huh. So do you think that? Aunts and grandmas have like a built-in perception, like there's some sort of extra-dimensional, like how some animals can see infrared. Yeah, they they can sense which boys uh, are are hung or all skin and bones, and which boys are full and need to be told. To yeah, lay I off. think I mean there there's definitely I think they, there's a class you have to take. Mm-hmm. I think there's a school. Yeah, they go to. So for you, they say you're all skin and bones. You got to eat. For me, they say, "Where's the fire?" Because they can. <laughs> you're you're walking pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think there's a class you can take? I think. I, well, I think it's a, a class you have to take in mm-hmm. order to get your your aunt or grandma license. So is it like being like an EMT, where yeah. you're allowed? You're not a full doctor, but you can administer uh, certain medical you, you, stuff. You can administer soup. Uh, soup. Mm-hmm. You can administer soup. You can administer <laughs> meals. And scoldings. If, like, you, you see if there's, like, a hungry boy uh, who is, you know, all skin and bones, like, a grandmother could burst through the crowd and be like, everyone stand back. This boy's all skin and bones. Yeah. He needs some soup. He needs some soup. Like, what gives you the right? And she's like, I'm a gam-gam. I'm a gam-gam. She pulls out her card. She pulls out her gam-gam card. <laughs> and she just, she's got soup just ready to go. Does she carry a thermos in her purse? I would hope so. Mm-hmm. That's, um... Her, her purse is a thermos. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's a great idea. Thermos purse? Yeah, a thir- a, thir- a permis. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Hey, what's that? Oh, that's just my permis. What's in there? Oh, it's just a it is just a handbag full of soup. Don't you know it? Uh, in case I see any hungry boys. <laughs> and then I while while this grandmother's explaining this, I'm reaching my hand into that bag and she goes, "No." She goes, "No." And she takes it away. It's like, not for you. You've had enough. You, <laughs> you've had enough, young man, <laughs> Mister. They know that I am just just constantly trying to swipe that <laughs> swipe that soup. Uh, there's, there's soup soup swipe swooping swiping souping griping. We can't talk about. Soup we can't. More. We we close the book on. Soup. <laughs> we close the soup loop. We, we can't return. We, <laughs> the soup loop is fully closed. <laughs> Well, Nathan, let's get ourselves, let's get our minds out of the, the gutter, which is full of soup for yeah. some reason. <laughs> the soup gutter, yeah. Uh, and take a question from one of our listeners. This comes from Alex. It's titled Big Nug, <laughs> which is a great title. And Alex says, I'm Psy Guy. Sorry, Psy Guy. I thought your name was Alex, but apparently it's Psy Guy. Psy <laughs> Guy. And he's, my question is He's using Alex's email account. Right. This is Psy Guy well, asking the question. It makes sense. He's a Psy Guy. He hacked Alex's email mm-hmm. account so that he could send out all of his nugs. Mm-hmm. So he could, be, he could do a quick nug blast from <laughs> Alex's account. <laughs> he's, he's installed. I mean, this is, you know, you've got Trojan horses, you've got backdoors, you've got phishing scams, and of course, you've got Nug Blasts. You've got Nug Blasts. <laughs> what happened to your email? Oh, some Psy Guy Nug Blasted me. <laughs> he sent out requests to all my favorite podcasts, <laughs> and a lot I don't even listen to. He just straight up cyber bullied the hardcore history guy. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet they're real fun and hard to, uh, to cyber bully. No, I bet they break easily uh. <laughs> under the weight of one, maybe two Nugs. Um, this comes to us from Psy Guy, uh, who says, I'm Psy Guy, and my question is, what is in the basement? What is in the basement? What is in the basement? And is I think B- is each... Big Nug the answer? 
to this question? Is it a tr- or is Big Nug? No, I think is, that, this is just part of the Nug Blast. I think what's yeah, we've been given a Nug Blast. Nug I think blast. it's kind of like, you know, it's like when you go to um, an Italian restaurant. And you eat, but then like afterwards at the end of the meal, you get the dessert meatball, you get the the nug and you open it up and there's a little fortune in there. You know what I'm talking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every Italian restaurant. Yeah. yeah. You get the dessert meatball. You get your future ball. You get your, your crystal, your crystal ball, but it's yeah. meat. <laughs> You're, you get your crystal meatball. And you pop it in, and then you spit out your your fortune, uh, and because it's really cooked in, it's not hollow no. like a fortune cookie. You have mm-hmm. to eat the whole meatball, it's and then you just in go. There. Yeah, and it's on. I mean, it's it's and then like you know, because you might think, oh, it's printed on paper. That's just gonna get real soggy. Now it's it's uh, it's engraved on wood, like a Minority Report. Yeah, so you, it's a wooden token with your fortune. Yeah, it's on your it. your wooden token from from mm-hmm. out the meatball. Yeah. So that's what this that's what this email is. Yes. The, the big nug is the meatball, mm-hmm. and the question is the wooden token. Exactly. And the question Good. is, what is in the basement? What is in the basement? We each. I think that this is a situation where if we guess incorrectly, mm-hmm. uh, whatever is in the basement will come for us. To we to know what is in the basement is to keep us safe. Okay. So so in the yeah. So in this instance, ignorance is not bliss. No, ignorance is uh, a kiss like, of death. Because there, there are some, you know, paranormal creatures that that knowing about them gives them power. But in, the, in this instance, mm-hmm. not knowing. This seems like the less popular version of those. Do you remember those those children's books about all the critters? And it was like one little critter, and. Um, like with the sad eyes, the sad eyes critters. He kind of looked like a weird hedgehog. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I'm going to have to look this up uh, right now while I talk. Mm-hmm. But they were called, like, I can't remember. I think they were nice just called clicking, little critters. Clicking noise. Yeah, the little the little critters. Oh, they were called little critters. Okay, I was, yeah. I was right. And they have the real sad eyes. Yeah, they have sad. They kind of have sassy bedroom eyes, honestly. No, you're right. They're sad. They're not sassy. They look... They just look unhappy in the eyes, but they're smiling. Yeah. So it's like they're being forced to smile. So these all have names like Just a Mess, The New Baby, Just Go to Bed, uh, Little Critters, The Picnic, Little Critter, Where is My Frog? Oh, that one seems uh, dire. But anyway, I think that to me, What's in the Basement seems like a book in a collection of children's books. Yes, and it's kind of like a warning um, for maybe I, I don't know what's happened to the world, what broke this world, mm-hmm. but you can't go in the basement. And the little critter just desperately wants to know what's in the basement. Yeah. What's in the basement? What is in the basement? And it's just like you, you can't know. You can't know. Mm-hmm. But not knowing, I'm gonna flip it. I think it might be better if ignorance is bliss. Okay. And if you guess it correctly, then you're fucked. Okay. So we shouldn't. So we shouldn't. I think that throughout this book, Lil Critter is guessing, and then in the last one, he's like, "Is it this?" And his mom's is it like, a creature of oh, unspeakable no. horror? Oh no, you guessed it. Oh no, you guessed it. Now, now I have to. Sa- now you have to go yeah, into the basement. Now you've set it free. You fool. You've set it free. <laughs> you've you've set it free. Yeah, the mother is is pleading with this child. Mm-hmm. Like at every guess you make brings us closer to our own destruction. Yeah. He says, well, is it every like time a big you guess, old snake with a bunch of arms? My son, every time you guess, you lend flesh, you lend breath to its its dark lungs. Do you know what I sacrificed to trap this creature, mm-hmm. to keep us safe? To keep, to make the world forget. Do you know the cost the world had to pay to forget this creature that dwells in our basement, and now you attempt to mold it with the clay of your own mind? I thought 
so much better of you, my son. <laughs> you, I thought you also would, clean your room. You also also your your room is just your, your a room mess. Is so, <laughs> your room is just a mess. I'll make. <laughs> so I think we got that. Yeah. You know. You know what else is in the basement? What else is in the basement? Mildew, probably. Oh God, so much. That's why. Oh, you know. You know what? What's really down there, though? Mm-hmm. In addition to the mildew, mm-hmm. Dad's fridge. <laughs> you can't have one without the other, baby. No, no, sorry, Bob. That's that's a basement. You got Dad's fridge. You uh-huh. got you got the for- forbidden Dad fridge. Yeah. And uh, and some mildew. That's where he keeps and the and a creature of just mildews heart. and Millers. Mildew, <laughs> your highlight. And maybe that's like the reveal at the, the end. The champagne of fears. It's like uh, they're creating this whole world where there's something terrible in the basement. You go down there and it's just like it's Dad's fridge. It's just Dad's fridge, and he's like, "What are you doing down here? This is my spot." Dad's fridge is another good name for a little critter. Yeah. <laughs> What's in Dad's? What's fridge? in Dad's fridge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, t- <laughs> a creature of even more unspeakable horror. Yeah, it's just—I guess it's just beer. It's, it's just beer and like some elk, some elk jerky. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. Nice. He's curing that. Mm-hmm. He's curing that jerk. He's got a lot of frozen meats in that fridge. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't—I didn't have a basement. You didn't have a basement. No, because our street is two hills, mm-hmm. and our house is at the lowest point in between them. You live in a valley. Yes. I got you. And a basement would have just flooded all the time. I remember being a young kid, because my first house did not have a basement. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to a house when I was about seven or eight that had a basement. And I was like, oh, man, this is so great. We have a basement now. Yeah. Because in my head, a basement was... Basement is freedom. A basement is freedom. It's like it's a cool place to hang out, according to every television show. Yeah. It's where the teenage son moves when he, you know, wants his own room. It's where it's where you go to do naughty stuff when you're a teen. Exactly. It's the naughty zone for teens. It's a layer of privacy that I never had as Mm -hmm. a child. And any friend that I had that had a basement, the basement was instantly the coolest spot. Yeah, it's a chill pad. You just load that thing up with beanbag chairs. And illicit thoughts, and you're set. But it turns out what's really in a basement is crickets. Oh, yeah. Just big crickets. Large large crickets, uh-huh. for sure. Large crickets, and mildew, as you <laughs> said before. And, like, some fishing poles that you've only used twice. A Nordic, <laughs> a Nordic track <laughs> that's just covered in wet clothing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's like, oh, man, you invite a girl over to that place, mm-hmm. and, like, you're in. You're in, my man. <laughs> As soon as she sees those mole crickets, you know, you know what's in the basement, what's really, that? you know, formative memories. That's right. Dreams of a bygone era. Mm-hmm. We stashed them our, there. Our youth. We put them there, like so many lost opportunities, and yeah, that's that's what the Nordic track truly is. The Nordic track is the discarded Nordic track in the basement, mm-hmm. covered in clothing that you know, just socks <laughs> that need to air dry because there wasn't room in the in the hamper. Right. That is. That is the embodiment of lost dreams. This little critter looks like it's like a proto minion. Yeah, it's, that's what they were going for. It's like a take sure. one on minions. They they didn't they hadn't streamlined it yet. Why why are his eyelids blue? Um, it ju- it makes him look sad and also like he's wearing makeup. Well, he wears he wears blue overalls. Oh, so I think with... it, it matches his blue overalls. Well, in this one, he's wearing green and overalls. Also, he's just like so blazed. He's just so he's, blazed out of his mind. He's burnt. Yeah, that's another thing. I think there probably <laughs> is at least one big nug in the basement. 
At least one big no. I love that it's the basement. Mm-hmm. Not my basement, not your basement. The basement. Is the basement a collective place? Yeah, like when you go to your friend's house and you go down to the basement, right. you're sharing in a collective experience. You're yeah. sharing in that universal mind that that we we are all in the basement. I hear that um, underneath the White House, they have tunnels that lead to a basement that's got uh, a GameCube with every game. Yeah, it's sick. They it's got so they got cool. a they got an N sixty four and if, like they keep those cartridges so pristine. You do not have to blow on them. If, they work immediately. If there were a national incident, uh, this is what designated survivor this is actually <laughs> about. <laughs> is uh, there's always one person who is kept in a safe location with a GameCube and Smash Brothers Melee and a bunch of other and, and a bunch of other discs. And he's just he gets to chill there in case of a national incident. He's kept there. <laughs> is is melee your uh, your your Smash Bros of choice? I think melee is everyone's Smash Bros of choice. Interesting. I think across the board, people prefer melee. I mean, it's the competitive one. Yeah, it's the one where you you can really ruin someone's day. <laughs> yes, with a melee combo. If I had to, you, there's no recourse. If I had to pick my favorite, it would be you know th- this holds true for all products and media, mm-hmm. it would have to be the one that I can play in my bed, which is Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS. Yeah, of course. I will choose that over anything, because I can play it in bed. Yeah. Anything I can do in bed is made instantly better. So what what you're saying is you need a basement bed. Yes. If I could get a bed in the basement, mm-hmm. but then what about the crickets? Get them in there. What about the roaches and the big, and, they, the, and the daddy long They're legs? your friends now. They're my friends now. Okay. They're, they're bed friends. That's a good idea. That's a good Nathan. You always bring such a level of positive thinking to the program. Thank you, and I really appreciate it. Because up until now, I've seen like a spider or a roach or a cricket. Well, a spider's good because the spider's gonna gonna eat the little bugs. It's gonna eat the little bugs, and it'll maybe it'll crawl in your mouth and give you a little a, a little, little kiss, a little kiss, a little yeah. mouth kiss, and it'll then you cr- wake up and you wake up all <laughs> crawl in your mouth, and be like these teeth are filthy. Yeah, let me fix this up for you. Mm-hmm. I like that, but I I, I think that. You're on to something, which is don't think of them as unwelcome inhabitants. Think of them as new friends. Yeah. So when you see a spider crawling on your leg, just be like, you're my new friend. You're my new friend. <laughs> Shout at it. Yeah. And that's that's how you're going to change the world and your mind. Uh, and that's what we've truly. And that's what's in the basement. That's what's in the basement is uh, perspective. Perspective. Do you want to read another email? I would love to read another email. All right. This one's a, a, a picture email. I love, the picture emails are harder for us because we have to... We have to describe them, uh-huh. but I want to keep encouraging people to send them. Yeah, I'm feeling confident about this one. Yeah, this one's great. No subject. This comes, comes to us from uh, from Mitchell. Yeah. And... So picture a street. Picture a street. Picture a street, which it seems to be... Um, an, an empty street. An empty street in what seems to be... Could be an American town. Could be a European area. Uh, it looks like a, 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 you know, a residential street. It's got it's got the, the drain in the middle of mm-hmm. the street. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, I, I want to say it's like... A, it looks Italian or maybe... It, al- it almost looks like a fake street on like a movie set even. Yeah, or it, like it, a, it looks a like a, a stock photo mm-hmm. street. Right. And then there's... They're just, there's some, I can only describe them as gummy men. The gummy men. There what? are three gummy men. There, there is a, a purple and orange gummy man standing in the foreground mm-hmm. and a blue gummy man sort of standing in, in the background, sort of over the, the purple gummy man's right shoulder. Now, by gummy men, you mean they look like 
translucent gummy bears. They look like gummy bears, but, but they're enormous. But they are enormous, and they they are not bears. They are men. They have they have um, uncanny valley man faces. They have distinct hominid features. Yeah, and they again, there's a purple one, an orange one, and a blue one. And um, the the purple and orange ones seem to be conversing. They're facing each other. Mm-hmm. Well, the purple one's sort of facing the orange one. The orange one looks like maybe he's trying to avoid having to talk to. The I want to give a one. quick update. Just quick update for all the listeners out there. Uh, the men just looked at us. The oh, that's photograph cool. is alive. Uh, oh. They're looking at us now. We, oh, the gummy men are in are in my computer. Nathan and I looked away for a moment. We both blinked, and when we looked back, uh, they were staring directly at us. These are Doctor Who villains. The blue gummy man is moving closer now. The orange and purple one will not move unless we look away. The blue one doesn't seem to care. He is he's, he's a renegade. He's waving at us. The he's flicking us off. The purple and orange gummy men have have formed together into one brownish red gummy man, uh, a rust-colored gummy man, and he's very strong. He's so strong. He's so strong, and now that large rust-colored gummy man, he really is just kind of the color of blood, of he's, old, dark blood. He, he's, and his mouth, his, it's opening, and it's, mm-hmm. it continues to open. It's now, it's, it's gone past where the chin would be mm-hmm. on the gummy man. And it's, mouth. It's, go, it's, it's all mouth. It's just a gaping hole, a portal, yeah. and out of it, more tiny gummy men... Are marching. They're marching towards us with their dead gummy eyes. I've tried. I've started. I tried to delete the photo. Uh, that did nothing. Yeah, I can't exit out. Every every time I close the window, mm-hmm. a new one opens, and just it's more gummy men. Your computer is not so much a computer anymore as it is uh, kind of a a permanent window into another place. It's a it's a breeding. It's a brood a brood den. A brood a breach of brood a it's, breed brooch. It's a brood breach. I reached my hand into the picture, and I was able to go in there. Yeah. This is what's in the basement. And now, and you are, <laughs> gummy men are in the basement. We, let, are in we the basement. let the gummy men out of the basement. Who let them in? Who <laughs> let the right gummy man in? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is this is a great picture. It's wonderful. It, it feels, I, it must be art. I think so. This looks like, yeah, maybe like someone's digital art. Class, yeah, like I've, they did. They did some three D modeling of of a gummy man, and then they they just sort of had to put them in space. Now, Nathan, this is I feel most sad about this. I'd give this project an A. I, if I was a teacher. I really wish I had learned how to do three D modeling mm-hmm. um, in my youth, because there's just a level of comedy I'll never achieve. Yeah. Oh my god. Of just people that are so good at three D modeling, they can just create. An uncanny man. Yeah. Just a, a naked man who's just wobbling in all sorts of awful ways. Yeah, like they get enough right mm-hmm. about the human anatomy and they yeah. just they just break it. They just make that <laughs> spine bend a little too far. Nathan, what if there was like a sitcom? It was just friends, but one of the friends was replaced with a poorly rigged 3D model of a man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just... Yeah. It's just... Someone re-edited old episodes yeah. of Friends, and instead and of Joey, just, it's, <laughs> instead of Joey, instead of Joey, it's a naked 3D man. He's so shiny, <laughs> he's so and he's shiny. just so poorly rigged, and he's breaking at every point. His spline curves are just all over the fucking place, and like you can see the teeth <laughs> clipping through the saying, outside of his cheeks. How you do, <laughs> and he just. 
You see, yeah, his, his teeth are nowhere near his mouth. I want to see that. His I eyeballs see... are icicle point sharp. I, I want to see that for every mm-hmm. sitcom. I want right. I want Big Bang Theory. I want <laughs> I want Sheldon to be a shiny a shiny a shiny blob man blob man. Yeah. So are we saying maybe this is like a simulation where like it starts off normal, but then like there we just introduce one rogue element. Like Sheldon, we replace Sheldon with a like a a three D cylinder with a face. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he just goes wild. We give. <laughs> he just, we just inject some rogue code into this episode. I love it. A human slinky is what I'm talking about. Here. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. A <laughs> cylinder. A cylinder. It, I, I was wondering how it ambulates. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. So it, it slinks around. Yeah. And it's it, it has none of the. It, it's saying Sheldon's lines, You're but right. in a completely different cadence. Yeah. I think it's tone. got one of those like robot voices. Yes. Um, kind of like a. You know, like a standard uh, text-to-speech type thing. Are you going to do your robot yeah, voice? Yeah, well, I was going to do like a, a twist on it where it's just like, Panny, come this way. I want to show you my latest experiment. <laughs> come this way, Panny. I want to show you something, Panny. And then <laughs> you just see him like do a weird, just Lovecraftian cartwheel yeah. towards his science experiment. The fa- and like the face, the facial elements, the eyes, the mm-hmm. mouth, they, they're ne- they're never sort of... They're never in one place for long. They're never in one place for long. They're never proportionally distant from, this, from one another. They're just sort of moving closer together, further apart, just, is, just wobbling. Is this who framed Roger Rabbit too? It could be. Is it just we like we I don't I thought know. that was Space Jam. <laughs> I thought that movie was called Space Jam. No, those Space Jam they happen in the same universe. That was because I Earlier on this Fuck, show, you're right. They do happen in the same universe. You asked me, um, did they make a reverse Airbud? Right. That was also Space Jam. All movies are Space Jam. Space Jam is, but yeah, uh, Space Jam and Who Framed Roger Rabbit happen in the same universe because uh, the Looney Tunes do exist. Bugs Bunny shows up in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck uh-huh. uh, are both in it. They, but it, is, it, it's, is it's, that ta- to say that there's... It's, it takes place... You know, later on in time, when tunes have been forced underground, they've been banished. They've been banished from the surface. So they no longer a diaspora. Live in Hollywood. They uh-huh. live under the earth. It's only Warner Brothers. The Disney mm-hmm. uh, characters, I guess, have they're in the vault. They've either oh, they're in the vault. They're in the vault. They're the, vault dwellers now. They they live in the vault. So that, wow, yeah. But I mean, there, there's so many other uh, lesser franchises to worry about as well. Mm-hmm. And they, I guess they're, maybe they exist on like the the fringes of this underground society. Okay, this is, I mean, it, it, it's a wild movie, mm-hmm. Nathan. Space Jam is a wild movie. It's wonderful. But nobody talks about the fact that the Looney Tunes just live in the earth. <laughs> they just live deep in the earth. <laughs> it's like they were trying to tell us something. Yeah. That, like is, coded that is the most upsetting thing about that movie. Where where did the core go? Where yeah, what is what, what's propelling what, the earth? What do we think? Yeah, because I, I guess they're doing some sort of Looney Tunes level mm-hmm. shenanigans. They've got yeah. some Acme Corporation level magnets and anvils. Exactly, just confusing all the surface scientists. And like maybe they they're just like the the mirth and the warmth that they bring is is creating like a geothermal level of heat. So. So which came first, the Earth or Looney Tunes? I think the, the Earth form around 
The Looney Tunes? Well, I think that that was always there. But you got to remember that the Looney Tunes were living among us in Toontown, unless they were always right. in the were earth. They, did was that always their plan? Did they did they live in the center and then they came up to Toontown oh. for a brief stint? Yeah, and then they and they retreated back down. I think so. Once their dark plots were revealed, it's true. I think that again, we we tried to brokerage a a deal with mm-hmm. them to allow them to the surface, but it was just too dangerous and like the we world, banished them. The world wasn't ready. We banished them to the. Mm-hmm. To the down below. We to banished the, yeah. the Disney to the vault. To and, the deep tomb. Uh, and now we're stuck with these gummy men. We're stuck with these gummy men. <laughs> they don't have anything to do with anything we've just said. But no, they're still here. Yeah. They're, I, like you said, I think the next iteration of the uh, cartoons walking among us mm-hmm. will be some sort of uh, cool 3D world. Yeah. Just like just a, a real nightmare. a real muscly ogre mm-hmm. with some real some real wiry <laughs> hairs, and they just be like, "Who are you?" And they're just like, "I'm you, but stronger." <clears throat> I'm you, but stronger. I'm you, but stronger. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we gotta go. Get out of my swamp, <laughs> Nathan. We we should go um, and just make sure that uh, we should check on the basement. We should check on the basement. That's how they're gonna get in. They're gonna try and re- reclaim the earth. Through the basement. Through the basement. Rise of the planet of the tunes. Nathan, we got to go make sure that the basement is safe. Yeah. Uh, uh, this computer has been compromised completely. Mm-hmm. It is It is more gummy than machine. The gummy men are some sort of early hybrid between tunes and humans. And we need to make sure that they can't get at us. It's like uh, when when they go through the, the little Warner Brothers sign. Yeah. You have to have watched Space Jam. In order to understand what we're talking Any about. Any of this, yeah. Please watch. If you have not seen Space Jam, go watch Space Jam. Do you think that when Michael Jordan came back to his wife, she knew that he was different? She knew that he had the tune. She could, she could smell it She on knew him. that he had been tainted by tunes. Yeah, that's that's the sequel. Mm-hmm. Is just like the dark... Michael Jordan's just like, the, like descent into insanity. District at, 9 of Michael Jordan where he slowly turns into a tune. Oh my god. That's yeah. what it is. Cuz he he fully stretched his arm. Mhm. And that's he he was As soon as he invited that evil into himself, he made a pact. He's becoming a gummy man. That's true. Oh god. Wayne Knight got completely flattened and then blown up like a balloon. He is also a gummy man. Yeah. He's gummy men and that's what we'll call them. That's what these these tune hybrids will be called. We'll mm-hmm. call them gummy men. Well, we've got to go warn the Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back in a second to, uh, I guess, come up with a drawing, even though it won't matter, because at that point we'll all be just slaves to the tune forces. Uh, but please stay with us. We'll see you in just a second. Hey, guys, we're back. The Earth is safe for now for a short period of time. We, we've poured concrete into all the basements, uh, wells, and, of course, golf courses. Of course, golf courses. Yeah, putt-putts and uh, country clubs alike. They're yes. all they're all sealed up. Uh, so Any, the tunes are sorry coming. Sorry to anyone who got stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, your sacrifice will not be forgotten. No. The tunes are coming, and we have to be safe because they're coming to claim the earth mm-hmm. for themselves. This is their it. plan all along. They know the laughs are... Are dwindling. Mm-hmm. And there's, they need to. They need to claim them. There's no. There's no more laughter in the world. Not anymore. Not. Not since. And they're trying to claim all our heroes. That this is the thing is Space Jam is painted as a, as a happy tale. Right. But they were trying to steal him. They were trying to steal our greatest warrior and use him as their own. Yes. And they. The fact that there was an extraterrestrial threat, gave them. 
you know, leverage. Yeah. Clearance. It was, you know, we had to like work together mm-hmm. with the tunes, but they belong underground. Like, just look at what happened. Yeah, I guess the extraterrestrial threat is also something that's mm-hmm. upsetting about that movie. Sure. Like, once the aliens realize that they can just steal people's essences. Mm-hmm. What's stopping them? What's stopping them? They can just come right. They, that was five little bug aliens. Yes. Uh, turned into slime and stole basketball talent. Why are what they if working? They, what yeah. if they attacked uh, UFC fighters? What if they attacked Danny DeVito right up top? Alien Danny DeVito. I can't remember what the boss character's name I is. I think it was Alien Danny DeVito. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, you're right. What if they were like, hey, Alien Danny DeVito, uh, we're all giant basketball men now. We're going to beat the shit out of you. And now I guess we just we just live here. Well, that's what they do at the end. They, they figure it out. They, also, they, they're tunes. Right. They are cartoons from space. But they're not loot. I don't. I don't know, man. I think we gotta we we gotta move we on. We gotta move on. All right, well, we gotta I, move on, or we will be trapped in this basement forever. <laughs> Before we started the show, I asked people on Twitter via our Twitter handle WSWDPod to give us some suggestions for things to draw, and here is what they said. This comes from uh, Lindsay at Snurgle on Twitter. Great handle. You guys should draw the best ways to enjoy fall. Oh, that's great. That's, that's a nice simple. seasonal yeah seasonal suggestion. You know me, I gotta have, uh, a lot of people go for the pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. I just like pumpkin. I'll just, everything's, I eat everything out of a pumpkin. Just pumpkin bowls, like yeah. bread bowls, but, mm-hmm. but pumpkin, okay. Pumpkin bowls. I'll just, um, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit of work hollowing uh-huh. out all those pumpkins. Oh, you use a different pumpkin for each thing? Yes. You don't just, I'm, I was imagining, cause what I do is I'll just mm-hmm. take one pumpkin. Yeah. And that's my bowl for the entire season. Oh, you have a and seasonal it, bowl, and it gets it gets nice and seasoned. Yeah, you get some funk in there. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's like a cast iron skillet. It's hard to clean. Mm-hmm. You just well, what you have to do is you just have to pour more pumpkin juice in it and just sort of slosh it around. Right, pumpkins are fantastic. They're great. They're such a big gourd. They're oh, they're 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 big gourd. They're a goopy gourd. I love a big goopy gourd. The bigger, the better. They're great for tossing. You can carve them. You can carve them. You can um, puree them. Mm-hmm. You can get those seeds. You get those salty seeds. Oh, get those salty seeds. Mm-hmm. You can even make them sweet. There's a lot of shitty gourds as well is the thing. Yeah, and the, yeah, the uh, pumpkin's best gourd. Easily the best Easy, gourd. Easily the best gourd. Worst gourd. Butternut squash is a pretty good gourd. But, butternut squash is good. You can, you can mm-hmm. soup it. Again, we we we're back to the soup loop. But when I'm we'll move, we'll move on. When I'm uh when I'm at like a uh, a Hale and Hardy or something like that. Oh yeah, they got that butternut when squash. I'm, when I'm cruising up on a Hale and Hardy, I like to because I'm like a soup pro. I'm a pro pumpkin guy. Mm-hmm. So when I roll up to a Hale and Hardy, I'm like get gored, and that's it. But that's what I say before I snipe someone at the Hale and Hardy. I snipe them in line. You, you, I mean, you snipe them. You you snipe them with a pumpkin. Yeah, with your pumpkin launcher. <laughs> exactly. That's another. You can you can toss them. You can also launch a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is like when I, when I'm playing pro games online, when I'm in the Overwatch, when I'm doing like some Call of Duty, I say yeah. I say get gored. I'm glad you just, said all those things. Mm-hmm. Now we can t- put those as tags in the episode. <laughs> yep, that's official. This is our most listened to episode. What I do, I I I fill my gourd. I fill a smaller pumpkin. With uh, with the, League of Legends, yeah, with the game gamer fuel of my choice, with the g- <laughs> and I say get gourd, and I snipe, I just ten eighty no scope people, and I just take a big slosh from my gourd. Carlo, what are some bad gourds? Um, is squash a gourd? 
Well, you said butternut squash. Yeah, so it would, it would stand to reason that regular squash is also a gourd. Yeah. Is, uh, regular squash zucchini? sucks. Um, I don't think zucchini's a gourd. Okay. I think it's... it's uh, hmm. We might not know enough about plants. It's a partial gourd. Okay. Do you want to look up some I'm going to look up some gourds. We got time. <laughs> we don't, I don't have anywhere to go. Let's look up all the gourds. I want to rank the gourds. Okay. Let's rank the gourds. Oh, there's some... Get my gourd There's some bad gourds. What we got? Um, pear? Technically a gourd? Okay, right, pear... We we're in it. We're in it okay. now. Gourd is occasionally used to describe crop plants from the family cucurbitaceae. Oh, fuck, you're right, dude. Look at... Okay. This Cucumbers? Is... Yeah. Melons? Squash? Lufa? What's a lufa? What is a lufa? Let's find out. It looks like a big-ass Oh, it's just a big cucumber. cuke. It's just a large cuke. It's just an extremely large cuke. Oh, it looks like they're actually used to make loofahs, which is fun. Oh, that explains why. I like that we learned. We learned a thing. But I do stand so by... So melons. I do stand by I, my reasoning. I'd say melons are bad gourds. I'd melons say melons are, and cukes are yeah. bad gourds. Melons, Pumpkins, good gourds. Good gourds. These. This is the official, official gourd rankings. Check out our YouTube video yeah. where we're going to be ranking the gourds. Uh, it's, Pumpkins, number one. Yeah. Squash, number two. Melons, cucumbers, loofahs, get, 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 bent. get gourd. <laughs> That's what I say on the gourd forums. <laughs> the gourdums. <laughs> um, do you want to do another tweet? This is a super dead end. Uh, I think that we should. I think that we should. <laughs> That's just... the best way to enjoy to enjoy fall. Uh, get gourd. Get gourd. I mean, honestly. Yeah, no, we saw it. We, we answered the question. We answered the question. Get gourd. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how we could do a drawing on that other than just kind of like a pro gourd comic or image. Let's get another tweet. You want another tweet? I want another tweet. All right. Well, All I think right, we got to wrap it up pretty soon here. Yeah, yeah, but uh, one more tweet. All right, you're going to get one more. Uh, this comes to us from uh, at Melodic Paranoia. They say, You've heard the hit song Bulls on Parade, but get ready for blank. Ooh. Now, Bulls on Parade by uh, Rage Against, Rage the, against Machine. the Machine. Of now, course. maybe if Rage Against the Machine, I want to go uh, form the antithesis antithesis to this. Mm-hmm. I want to form the antithesis to this. The antithesis to this. The antithesis to this. The antithesis so, to this. If Rage Against the Machine is an anti-government band, and they wrote a song called Bulls on Parade, mm-hmm. maybe there's another band that loves the government very much. A pro-government band. Yeah, and it's like good... I love that machine. Great work, machine. I love the idea of a band that like it's mm-hmm. not it's not affiliated with any political party. It's just no. whoever's in power. We just love yeah. the, we love the fact that there is a government. Yeah. Like thank God. Oh, thank God this still works. We're we're <laughs> real happy. The alternative yeah. is anarchy and that's not good. You know, our differences aside, mm-hmm. there's some laws that could use some work, but overall <laughs> government is a good thing and um by golly, we support them. <laughs> It's called, yeah, the, the band is called uh, Thank God for the Machine. Thank God for the Machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, or either that or maybe, like, it's just called uh, At Least It Works. <laughs> the name of the, yeah, the, the band is called At Least It Works. At, the, it's, <laughs> at Least It Works. It's not perfect, but it works. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the song would be, if it's Bulls on Parade, maybe we flip that. And it's like cows uh, in an orderly fashion. Cows, cows just just waiting patiently. Yeah, cows in line. In line. <laughs> this is at least it works with their hit new song, "Cows in Line." <laughs> oh my god! The government's bad, but 
It's all we got. And you know, honestly, it works pretty well. Capitalism is an inherently flawed system, but it's, you know, it's better than most things. <laughs> I just love the idea that, like, their fans are, like, just as, like, hardcore yeah. as, as Rage Against the Machine like, fans. Yeah. Like, they're just wearing, like, black sleeveless tees. And, yeah, like, I'm with uh, her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Lesser of two evils. <laughs> Lesser of two evils is fine. <laughs> Crony capitalism. <laughs> You know, still- could things be better? Sure, but I'm not super involved in local politics. That's where that's where change really starts. The fault really lies with me, if anyone. We can't, like, expect to fix everything just from electing a president. <laughs> we should get involved more. We should change, you know, incremental change. Get involved at a local level. <laughs> Honestly, I love the idea of a, of a Rage Against the Machine that's offering, like, actual good advice for how to fix politics. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so jaded. I know it can seem like a large, clunky system that's archaic, and it's true, it is, but, you know, it was built to be able to change, albeit slowly. It was just a really bad choice to end the, the first Matrix movie on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> it's the best we got! <laughs> Honestly, the machines keep things pretty chill in the Matrix. I shouldn't have left. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. I mean, like, I saw what it looked like outside of the Matrix. That sucks. It looks off. Here's what I don't understand. Mm -hmm. They're eating, like, slop. Yeah. We're talking about a lot of movies on this episode. I think that's okay. I think it's fine. They're eating a lot of slop. Watch The Matrix. Watch The Matrix and Space Jam. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Both movies about, about uprisings. Yeah, they're eating that gross slop. Yeah. Couldn't they take turns go into their, like, little loading program. Yeah. And, like, just load up some real tasty food and then have someone spoon feed them the slop. Oh, you're saying... Well, I mean, yeah, oh, you're talking about they, they plug in. They plug in and for, for meals. Yeah, I think they could. they just like, I want to taste some good stuff. I, so you're saying that, like, they... And, like, that's, that's great because there's no uh, health detriment. Yeah, they could be eating Wendy's every night. They're, they're. I just, I want to eat a Baconator. Your, I, your real life body is eating slop, but you don't know. I want to see all of the neurons in your brain are firing for them, them bacon bites. I want to see the Matrix elsewhere story. Yeah, just some... where it's just they have to steal. They, they like they risk their lives to create a program where they can just eat hamburgers, because they've got the gun program, they've got the training program. Yeah, no, it's it's just like one which one this guy. one. One guy's just like, oh, I was just making one. I thought maybe, you know, people live in pretty bad conditions here in Zion. <laughs> I thought maybe they might want to just experience some no, some of the nice amenities eat... that we enjoyed back when we were still in the Matrix. No, we eat porridge and we go to sex raves. That's it. Those are the two things we do. Okay, I just I figured we could, like, give people the option, you know, just to have them How file it. You. you know, they all have holes anyway. We you could work just for jack the machines, don't you? No, I, I, just, I just really miss burgers. <laughs> Take the blue pill if you want to stay in Wonderland. Take the red pill if you want to see how far this rabbit hole goes. And then this is just a cheeseburger. This I is, thought you looked a little hungry. You looked, you're all skin and bones. <laughs> this is a bowl of soup. Mor- up. Morpheus is the only male grandma. He's the only male gam-gam. It's true. He loaded up the gam-gam program. He loaded up the gam-gam sim. And he was able to access grandma powers. <laughs> He's the one. He's the one. Uh, He's both grandmother and grandfather. <laughs> he transcends the Gam Gam paradox. Cobble, what are we going to draw this week? Oh, God. 
I don't know. You got some notes for us? I do, they're as good a note as I as I have taken. You know, somehow sitting in the room together has made it harder for us to come up with a drawing idea because I'm just enjoying talking with you as opposed to trying to actually come up with an idea. Yeah, it's just nice to hang out with a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well. Well. We've got... Uh, there's a comic there where it's like a, a just like a skinny boy walking mm-hmm. through a crowd, and then you just hear a person say, "Out of my way! <laughs> He's all skin and bones. He needs some soup." It's like, ma'am, what what are you talking about? Don't worry, I'm a gam gam. And she just pulls out a card. <laughs> this man, this man is yes, like a man passes out, and uh, a gam gam goes and gives him soup. I like the idea of the like crystal meatballs. Okay. It's like other types of fortune cookies, maybe. Oh, that's fun. Because mm-hmm. why? Just should... other ways. American cookies... cuisine has has yeah. appropriated and ruined international. Yeah, fortune food. cookies were not made in China. No, certainly not. They were fabricated in America. Yes. So why did we stop there? Why not? Yeah, uh, crystal meatballs yeah. is great. Um, uh, what's another one? Oh, like maybe maybe we were on the soup train again. Okay. Maybe just get soup and like you reach in the bottom of the soup and Sc- there's scrying soup. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Scrying soup. Yeah. You know, like entrails are another popular way to oh, tell sure. the future. So maybe you're like, oh, look, there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of entrails in the bottom of my uh, of my slushy, and um, just ribs. Yeah, just ribs. Just ribs. Just the bones. How the bones of the ribs fall. Uh huh. But I think to me, it's got to be we're hiding messages and things more so. Okay. So I would think that like and the sauce. Sauce message. A sauce message. A secret sauce message. A mess sauce. A message in a sauce bottle. Message in a sauce bottle. Well, I think that if it maybe like it's got it's like lettuce, but the lettuce has a message printed on it. Mm. Or like you you burn a message into the bun. Oh, bun. Yeah. Bun message. This is still at best one third of an idea. Maybe we should keep moving. Let's let's move on. Mm -hmm. Um. What's in the basement? What's in the basement? Is it Dad's fridge? Is it Dad's fridge? Is it? I do like the idea of like drawing it. It it might be too ambitious, but mm-hmm. like that that children's book idea of just a child like real real innocently being like, "What's in the basement?" and the mom just being like, "Child, I sealed the basement <laughs> from a darkness that I pray you never have to know." I do. Is it a big monster? You said its name. <laughs> it's free now. You said its name. That's a, I don't know where to put that punchline, but I really like just the mother being so frightened. You said its name. <laughs> um, Nathan, can I tell you what I'm most excited about? What? It's, I, yeah, and yes, yes, you can tell me. I know it's going to be expensive, uh-huh. but I think we just need to refilm Friends with Joey as a <gasps> ragdoll physics can slime we draw man. That? Can we just draw one scene of that? Yeah. Just like draw a really shiny... Maybe like, do, we reel do it our back. best drawing of an uncanny valley shiny slime man. Maybe we reel it back. Um, I was talking about this on a recent drawfee. Uh, I, I pitched an idea a while back when I was working at College Humor about a you know person from the uncanny valley. Oh yeah. So maybe it's something like that where it's like your friend. He's like you know like he's a little weird. He's you know kind of from he's from the uncanny valley or something. Oh, like that's that. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're ever going to make that sketch because yeah. it's too expensive. But maybe we could draw it. Or maybe we just do something yeah, about the Uncanny your, Valley. Your friend from the Uncanny Yeah, it's just like the mm-hmm. exchange student from the Uncanny Valley. Mm-hmm. We, like, we could come up with a the... gif of his eyeball just kind of slowly yeah. out. <laughs> or it's kind of like, you know, those character creation sc- screens that get fully broken. Yeah. And his face is just going like... <laughs> 
Guys, don't be mean to me. I'm new. <laughs> so we hanging out. And it's just like, uh, uh, you're I making, don't... you're, I don't know, man. And then he's just like real sad walking home. Yeah. Maybe it's just a bunch of like, it's hard to translate it into a comic drawing. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea of like, you know, if everyone is drawn in kind of like a simpler style. Yeah. And then the Uncanny Valley person is just like super like realistic looking. Realistic, but just a little off. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so creepy. Like, what's wrong with that? I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's a contender for me. What else we got? Uh, Secret history of Space Jam. Yeah. We've got our, our movie critiques, mm-hmm. uh, Space Jam and the Matrix, just... Just right. a whole, oh, just like a, a person watching Space Jam and just getting very upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, just like at the, at the fact that like we banished the tunes to the earth? Yeah. Did we, we created them. There are dark children, right? We create, I don't know. I, are, are, are they our dark children or do, are they older than the earth itself? Maybe we gave them a name They think, we think we created them. Okay. But yeah, but they were always there. They were always there. They they appear throughout uh, ancient mythologies. So they're like some sort of, yeah, they're like some sort of muse, some sort of creative icker that we have given a name and a form. Some sticky icker. Some of that sticky icker. <laughs> that's the new. That's the new drug everyone's doing. It's called icker. Give me some of that ickerish. Icker. Ickerish. Ugh. Oh, what that's... is it though? Oh, don't worry about it. Oh man, I just—it's <laughs> just a miasma of darkness made flesh. Just like a sleazy ass dude at the bar, uh-huh. just smiling so big, just like, dude, you—I—I I got the hookup. With you some gotta icker. hit this icker. <laughs> um, How do you make it? Oh, it comes from dragons. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you gotta slay like ten dragons <laughs> if you want to get that thick blood of monster beasts. <laughs> You don't even want to know. There um, is something about it's like it's hard to condense as yep. is our problem. But like Michael Jordan goes to Space Jam Land, it goes to Looney Tunes Land, and he's like, "Has this always been here?" <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just, just the <laughs> yeah. Just Michael yeah. Jordan's. I, I can't believe that's not a comic. Just what? Michael Jordan, just like freaking the fuck out. Just be or. Not, not even freaking it, just, like, being really sad in yeah. his life. Just, like, life after Space Jam for Michael Jordan. <laughs> just and, him, and him lying just awake like, in bed. Just, like, his wife being like, mm-hmm. Michael, you have to, you have you to, have to come. On. You have to move on. And he says, I can't. <laughs> it's <laughs> just him. It's him. The EC is, like... There's a can of soda or something across the table, and he's reaching yeah, for he's it. Yeah, he's reaching for it. He's trying to stretch his arm. <laughs> I stretched. You don't understand. I stretched. You don't understand. Denise. I was more. <laughs> I was more than I've ever been. <laughs> Michael, you ha- come to bed. Let let's lay. It's been so long. Come to bed. No, I was more. Don't you understand? Don't you understand? <laughs> what have you done? Bugs. Bugs. <laughs> God, he's cursed. He's, he's a cursed he, man. Yep, all those NBA championships, and he, you know, well, he still, he still never, he never could stretch. It took us a long time, but I think we finally found what was in the basement, Nathan. An idea. An for, idea for what to draw. For what we should draw. Thanks for listening, guys. That's the show. <laughs> WSWDshow at gmail.com is where to find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to send us an email, uh, whatshouldwedraw.com is where we post the finished art. I'm at Caldy on Twitter. Uh, I'm at, at Nathan Yaffe. And that's going to do it for us. Stay out of the basement.
watch out for golf courses. The tunes will return. But until then, Nathan, mm -hmm. I think I know what we should draw. Bugs! God damn it, Bugs! <laughs> Holy shit. That was a HeadGum Podcast.